Welcome to Beyond Bitcoin, a podcast about all things digital assets, the global communities they are creating, the generations that are using and investing in them, and the challenges faced by the nations that are seeking to regulate them. The content of this program is not to be taken as investment advice. The opinions expressed in the program by the host and the guests are their personal opinions only. Remember, feel free to subscribe and share with like-minded friends. My name is Derek Graham. I'm the CEO of Portal Asset Management, and my co-host is Nitin Gower, Managing Director of State Street Digital Assets. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, and welcome along to another episode of Beyond Bitcoin. My name is Derek Graham, and along with me today is my co-host and friend, Nitin Gower. G'day, Nitin. Hey, Derek, this time from India. Um, so it's it's never a non-stop journey of travel, but you learn a lot in the process. So great to be here again, Derek, with you. I and think you could feed course. a family in five of your frequent flyer points. You know what I mean? Family of five could be one of your frequent flyer points. Um, <laughs> so today we're going to talk about um, the rise and rise of blockchain in Dubai and the UAE. It's not an overnight phenomenon, and it's definitely worth discussing because they're a major part of this community. So in 2016, the government of Dubai announced an ambitious plan to use blockchain for all government documents in an effort to create the world's first fully digitized government by 2021. We'll ask how that's progressing shortly. Dubai, the Dubai blockchain strategy was designed to help Dubai achieve the vision of His Royal Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Shied Al Maktoum by making Dubai the first fully powered city fully powered by blockchain. It's quite an extraordinary statement to make. And to make Dubai the happiest city on earth. Gosh, if you could remove bureaucracy, there's a good chance of that. Um, so the strategy uses three strategic pillars, government efficiency, industry creation, and international leadership. An important part of the process is played out by Dubai issuing crypto laws and regulations around virtual assets. Good move. On February the 28th in 2022 this year, the Emirate Dubai enacted law number four of um, 2022 on the regulation of virtual assets and established the Dubai Virtual Asset Regulation Authority. There've even been government supported commercial projects such as the Road Traffic Authority working on a project to create vehicle cycle management system, life cycle management system using the blockchain technologies, brilliant idea. The project aims to provide car manufacturers, dealers, regulators, insurance companies, buyers, sellers, garages, with a transparent record of the vehicle's history from the manufacturing to the scrapyard. And this is all done under what's called um, Dubai um, 10X. So enter Crypto Oasis. Crypto Oasis Centio invests in early stage tokens with a foothold in the UAE and strong growth potential. And today, we're delighted to have two guests along today. We have Luca Fork, who's the investment analyst at Crypto Oasis, and we have Sakar Eraquat, the member of the investment committee of Crypto um, uh, Analysis. Welcome along, guys. Well, thank you very much for having us. We're absolutely thrilled, particularly because, you know, I'm an avid follower of, of you guys, and uh, it's great to finally be on the other side of this. So thank you for having us. Terrific. You know what happens behind the scenes then. Um, so 
So I've got a first question because it's a pretty big one because just the quantum of money that happens here. So the government supports the industry to the tune of 1.5 billion US dollars per annum. And so that's to establish a sort of, a, and, and also by the way, to establish a set of crypto friendly regulations and to bring international leadership in. This seems like the perfect combination, money, regulation, leadership, so how is the blockchain industry growing, guys? So first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for having us and putting the limelight on what we believe is today the fastest growing blockchain ecosystem in the world, the crypto oasis. The crypto oasis, as crypto oasis, we believe that the migration of talent happened from Silicon Valley to Crypto Valley and from Crypto Valley today is migrating to what we are calling lovingly the crypto oasis, right? The crypto oasis believes that any ecosystem consists of three elements. It's talent, which you alluded to, capital and infrastructure, right? And we are, we are here uh, blessed to be under the leadership of, of, of visionary leaders, right? Um, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Maktoum, the president of, uh, uh, sorry, Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nahyan, the president of, of the nation and the ruler of Abu Dhabi, as well as the prime minister and the ruler, uh, the prime minister of the UAE, the ruler of Dubai, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, right? These leaders, them and their fellow brothers, the leaders of the United Arab Emirates, have a history of accepting and em emerging technologies into day-to-day -day business. In the early 2000s, this day-to-day -day business meant moving from a, a, a paper-based government to an e-government. Later on, it meant moving to a mobile government. Later on, it meant to go into a smart government. And today, um, it's, it's the digital Dubai government or digital Dubai authority, which is driving agendas relating to digital transformation. So if you look at the UAE, the UAE has a history of actually accepting AI, blockchain, IoT, and other emerging technologies into day-to-day -day business. So today I can renew my car by sitting at home just on a mobile application. There's pretty much nothing that I can't do with government on a mobile application. What was mind-boggling to me when I had my first son, I was prompted to apply via SMS. I was sent an SMS to say, hey, congratulations, you just had a son. Press this link so you can get your birth certificate. I pressed the link, filled out the details. Next day, I went, picked it up, and so goes the birth certificate. Just to put that in stark contrast, I'm born and raised in Germany, right? Over there, when I had to replace my birth certificate, the process took somewhere around a month, uh, if not more, and included a lawyer. Now, what did the UAE do? And it's, you know, really, we need to put the limelight on the UAE, not just Dubai. Dubai is one part of it and a leading part of it, but also the UAE as a whole is driving this agenda forward. So Dubai in 2015 started already going into this space talking about how they can use it in 2016 i think it was the the, the strategy was announced to the world one of the early um, uh, announcements there also was from the road and transport authority of of dubai and they said this blockchain thing for all intents and purposes is something that we believe will drive our economy forward so in 2015, 16, they already put a strategy in place, which you alluded to. Fast forward 2022, 
We now have more than 1,200 companies in that ecosystem, right? The UAE has slowly but surely become the go-to entity. So Binance landed here, FTX landed here, yeah. um, Copper, Fireblocks, all major entities in our space mm. have a foothold here, right? 2018, Abu Dhabi Global Markets came out with some of the first regulation in the world to regulate crypto exchanges, right? And most recently, we've seen that being replicated into what today is called the metaverse, right? Where we came out with a Dubai metaverse strategy and that Dubai metaverse strategy is chaired by His Highness, the Crown Prince of, of Dubai. And at the same time, Abu Dhabi comes out with a, a directorate around blockchain so it's really impressive to see government driving this forward so actively yeah. so 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 you know so one thing on that soccer first of all uh, a brilliant transition I've, I've i've worked with you during my ibm days seen you grow i was there two weeks back we met looked into the amazing ecosystem that crypto oasis has built and uh, and and derek just for the reference point uh, to me, I think is probably the richest ecosystem on the planet, uh, simply because of the fact that they have leverage. So just a data point from mm. perspective of, we've looked into global expansion of crypto. We looked into, and UAE today from uh, only because of a small country, it's seven to 8 million people. Uh, most of them are immigrants. Many of them are white uh, collar versus some of them are blue collar who are building this amazing place. Uh, about 2% of population is looking into this from a, from a cryptocurrency perspective. But as you as you mentioned, and as as I think, uh, soccer uh, eloquently expanded on this government organization, fully vested into this and transitioning, and shifting from digitization tokenization. This is again some of the metaverse strategies that they, that that you have talked about. A few data points. One is the DMCC, which is Dubai Multi Commodity Center, uh, had this hub of development of applications, and this happened a few months back, where um, they looked into offering you know, businesses to perform trade and issue and list and crypto assets. Then comes WARA, which is the Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority. This is still in the realm of the fairly quasi and, and, and fully government agencies, sort of, you know, providing and setting leadership, which is completely opposite in some of the yeah. Western world, as we have seen, where everything is very reactionary, where, as opposed to what we have seen in UAE, which is very proactive, very forward thinking. Uh, and looked into this from Metaverse or Meta VHQ hub, uh, where for the first time, any single regulatory agency, at least in my vantage point, uh, has been in Metaverse. They looked into having an entity in a sandbox environment, which is a virtual yeah. sort of Metaverse environment. And this makes, again, not just one of the first regulatory agencies, but Dubai government created a separate specific entity to look into regulating digital assets per se. And then you have the energy like crypto oasis. So to me, it's a chain reaction leading from all the way on top in leadership, accepting technology, accepting change, leading with that thinking and fueling exactly what Sakhar and his team is building in UAE. But also I think Sakhar, if I'm not mistaken, I have seen your work again with DIFC and traveling around Switzerland and truly taking the crypto oasis back to Crypto Valley and building a bridge of sorts, and which I think is just brilliant, uh, truly global platforms that come to mind. So help us expand on this, uh, on that bridging, if I may use that term, between the Valley and Oasis, which is such an interesting concept, I think. 
Thanks, Nitin. And, and first and foremost, I have to say, as I say it to everyone, and now it's on the record, you know, Nitin, it's very rewarding for me because he's the guy who was one of the first guys to explain blockchain to me way back when. And now I have the pleasure of still interacting with him fast forward eight years or God knows Wonderful. when that was. Um, so that's that's absolutely beautiful. And, and, and Nitin, thanks for pointing out that bridge, because we actually believe that one of the unique advantages of the UAE is the geographical location, right? So in, in, in a three hour radius, you have billions of people that you could reach, right? If you if you look at Arab youth in, in the region, everyone wants to head to Dubai to build a career in Dubai or in the UAE or in Abu Dhabi, right? And, and what we're seeing is, is a migration of talent into the UAE, but at the same time, a migration of capital into the UAE, yeah. right? And with that, that wouldn't happen if it wasn't for this this world-class infrastructure, which, you know, Nitin, you've been able to, to witness firsthand most recently. And I hope, Derek, we'll have you, we'll have you here sometime soon. And we believe that the answer isn't, is it here or there? We actually believe that the answer is it's here and there, right? Because the combination between the UAE and other countries, and in our case, one of the countries that we closely collaborate with is Switzerland. So much so that, you know, we had we had uh, delegations come from the UAE to Switzerland and vice versa delegations from Switzerland coming to the UAE right and we believe that that the answer lies in between right because while the UAE is very forward thinking in their approach and is coming out with regulations by the day really by the day on how to improve this space right so so think about this ADGM in Abu Dhabi Abu Dhabi Global Market Authority has been regulating crypto exchanges since 2018. I'd have a hard time pointing out five regulators in the world that have sure. been doing that, right? The Virtual sure. Asset Regulatory Authority, right, which was incepted this year, as, as, as Nitin alluded to, is now in the metaverse. The Ministry of Economy is now in the metaverse, right? So we're seeing we're seeing them playing an active role in, in pushing into that. And we also believe that. Switzerland, in many ways, has a unique value proposition. So, for example, some of the some of the best tokenization frameworks in the world exist with uh, in within Switzerland, right? If you want to issue a security token that is properly governed, one of the few places in the world that you can actually do that is in Switzerland. So, we are seeing many companies that are between Switzerland and between the UAE and building that. Let's say. You know what? What? Um, what our friends from the DISC recently coined so beautifully, Dubai 3.0, right? Which is essentially moving into into that space, right? We went from building Dubai from an infrastructure point of view to to growing Dubai and the UAE from an infrastructure point of view to now actually pivoting and thought leadership coming around uh, from from around the world. So last week we had something called the Dubai Metaverse Assembly and the Dubai Metaverse Assembly brought together 300 experts from all around the world. The Centraland, Sandbox, uh, Gala Games, right? Really everyone that's anyone in the metaverse space bringing them here into the UAE to share their thought leadership. And this was hosted by, by the Dubai Future Foundation under the patronage of the, the Crown Prince, His Highness the Crown Prince, right? And at the same time, we're seeing Abu Dhabi gearing up for something called the Abu Dhabi FinTech Festival um, or the Abu Dhabi FinTech Week, 
where also DeFi and, and, um, and cryptocurrencies, metaverse are taking center stage. Yeah, so, so one thing on this, right, um, just to you know, double click on a few things that you mentioned. One is the excitement on the ground, um, which is mirrored by international interest in the UAE. You begin to see the developing of crypto markets and evidentiary elements are global players. Binance is there, Kraken is there, Bybit is there, FTX, yeah, which is most recent entry into the whole thing. And then you have the Web3 holdings. These are like investment entities coming into the system. So it's truly galvanizing to take a leap of faith, which is still, the West considered this to be still experimental, look into the term potential, and we need to understand this and regulate this, otherwise technology gets of hand. And you find this leap of faith that the government and institutions have taken, which has led to fueling of where, what you have done uh, as an as a investment entity and as sort of galvanizing the growth of that ecosystem. So what's driving this growth of virtual assets UAE because, hey, you know, my last statistics, and I used to visit UAE quite a bit in my early days, uh, pre-pandemic, and, you know, a country of 8 million, the 90% of them are truly immigrant labor, and many of them actually truly still, uh, you know, the blue-collar workers who are building this amazing city, which is, you know, megapolis, you know, the world. So help us understand what's driving this. What, What is the true element of this growth? It's, it's a multitude of things. And I'm glad that Derek pointed this out very early in his introduction. This really wasn't built overnight, right? It, it's easy to think that it was because, you know, Dubai is, is, is flashy, fast paced. If you look at Abu Dhabi, you look at an island that was, you know, pretty much uh, just at the beginnings 30 years ago and is now a world leading capital uh, globally, right? And you have some of the best hotels, the best ports, the best, you know, now former one is there in Abu Dhabi. One needs to accept that this is a plan that was put into motion while, you know, it's the United Arab Emirates, they weren't united, um, uh, they weren't united from inception. And since the beginning, the United Arab Emirates set out a plan, a strategy for them to start being an international hotspot. And the first thing they played on is their geographical location. So one of the first larger infrastructure projects that was already completed in the 70s and at the time, and until today is state of the art, was Jabal Ali port, right? Jabal Ali port is one of the largest ports when it was incepted, was one of the largest ports in the world. And until today is a very important hotspot for for goods to to move. Um, Moving on to Etihad or Emirates Airlines, right? These are carriers that are bringing people from all around the world into the UAE, right? And and from here, sending them to all around the world as well, right? So the geographical, first and foremost, it's the strategic vision and the leadership. The geographical location is second. And there was a catalyst. There's there's something that changed in the past two years that, you know, maybe was that, that bit of a catalyst, right? Where the entire world was locked down the UAE was open for business, right? So as early as 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 twenty twenty uh, as early as twenty twenty, we went back to having meetings face to face, to having conferences, right? In twenty twenty, Jitex, which is coming up next week, and you know we're very proud to be one of the ecosystem partners at one of the largest technology conferences in the world, um, had thousands of visitors while everyone else was locked down. And then people that wanted to do business, not just 
wasn't just a lifestyle choice. It was more, hey, where can I do business in the world? And one of the few places in the world was the UAE. So with that, you know, we had amazing people like Luca arrive here, for example, right? Luca was in Austria or in Italy before, right? And then started moving into the UAE. And we see that from all walks of life. I know 75 year olds that moved here. And I know, uh, I know people that moved, shifted their entire family here. Right. And that was the migration of both talent and capital. But that couldn't have been done without this base element of infrastructure, yes. which was already being built for the past few decades. Yes. Luca, tell us about your journey coming. What attracted you to Dubai? Um, initially, um, and it's a funny story, um, a story that I think everyone who came to Dubai will tell you. Initially, I came with plans of staying uh, just about six months. Uh, I joined for Expo, which was uh, Expo 2020 here in Dubai. And uh, at Expo, I met Saker, I met the team of Crypto Oasis, and um, I really liked their project. I liked the vision they had. I liked uh, what they saw for Dubai and the, UB, the UAE becoming. And uh, I decided to stay. I was uh, amazed and uh, decided to stay here in, in, uh, in Dubai and join them as an investment analyst at Crypto Oasis. And the story in many ways, in many ways why wouldn't you? Because, yeah. because there you are in a, in a, in a well-funded, great infrastructure, rapidly growing pace, um, a space where blockchain is core to everything rather than a secondary thought. Why wouldn't you stay there, Luca? I, I'm with you. Um, yeah. and, 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 you know, that we, we, not long ago, we interviewed people from South Africa, didn't we? And, and the, the South African community was fascinating. It was like really small community, rapidly trying to put together projects. Their projects were capitalized at 80,000 US dollars each. That's how small they were. But they were still trying to create something, weren't they, Nitin? And they were still doing great things relating to their community. It's an extraordinary opportunity to have projects that are capitalized so, so largely in, in what you guys have got and, and infrastructure and capability and regulations to support it. Now. One thing, of course, is interesting is that, I mean, you're far from a developing country. Um, you know, you don't meet the definitions at all, uh, but you're progressive. And most of the countries that we see that are quite progressive in this space, oddly enough, are developing countries. They're the ones that the masses are adopting rapidly. Yet what we're seeing in Dubai is, is you know, is the, the rapid adoption. And Dubai is also, and UAE is also culturally unique, like all countries are. But I sort of seeing here that blockchain is kind of a Rosetta Stone. It's an opportunity to communicate multiple languages and across many cultures. Is that what you, what Dubai is also seeing? It's like creating, it's creating essentially its own, its own um, aircraft networks um, by creating great hubs. So I wish I could attribute this to just crypto blockchain and Web3, but this is Dubai's and the UAE's story for the past couple of decades. Right. Sure. Um, when I walk into a room, if I, you know, we have a shared working space out here. If I'd walk into out of there right now, um, and I wish the, the camera wasn't stationary else, I'd actually show you. You have seven nationalities, seven walks of life, right? But people are coming here to unite in harmony, right? The UAE mm -hmm. is one of the safest countries in the world, sure. right? 
safety and security is at the center of everything that we do, right? When we go to Starbucks and we want to um, reserve a table, we just keep our mobile phones there or our wallets to, to reserve the table. Go grab a coffee and come back and, you know. Hold it, on, it hold just, on. Does reserving a table at Starbucks, is that like a Dubai thing? <laughs> oh damn it it's very fancy damn it. can we cut this one out that is, that is really fancy i mean i'm i'm moving to buy just for that because i always hate standing and grabbing my coffee at starbucks that's unacceptable so you know luca all all power to you my friend sorry go ahead please uh, I, I interrupted you yeah so, no no i uh, thanks for that but, but yeah no safety and security really is at the forefront of it and it's the it's the harmony, right? I And I'm really not just saying that. I mean, I believe in the UAE. And I've, I've set up my family here, my business here and, and everything around it, right? But what makes the UAE so special really is the safety and security element, right? You can get nice speeches everywhere. You can get good regulations anywhere in the world. But the combination of all of those plus safety and security is what, what profilates the, the UAE above many other countries in the world, right? And it's that harmony where any nationality you are from, any religion you are from, you are accepted into the society as an equal, right? I'm, I'm for all intents and purposes, I've left Germany because I wasn't accepted as a as an equal part in the society, right? So, so here in the UAE, it doesn't matter if, if you're if you're Austrian like our friend Luca, or if you're if you're from the subcontinent wherever you are from, or if you're from far Asia, you're accepted here. You have the you have equal opportunities here. You know, looking at let's say diversity ratios, we have some of the highest diversity ratios in the world in government, for example. Mm. Um, female empowerment isn't just a trend here; it's culture, right? So, so it's um, it's beautiful to see that on a day to day basis, and all of this is then embodied in this new Web three decentralized element of the world, where they're saying, you know what, we believe in this, we know that this is an opportunity, and they went as far as to say, maybe ten years from now, we won't we won't be measuring our gross domestic product, but we'd be measuring our gross metaverse product, right? And that just gives you the kind of thinking that 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 is, uh, is happening here. Yeah, very much so. Quickly, goodbye, Nitin. Yes. Thank you very much for um, joining us. We're losing you. You've got to go off to do something else and we'll continue along. So now I wanted to ask a little bit more about, um, about Crypto Oasis. Yep. I mean, you, you guys are based there. You're actively investing in the space. You're attending the conferences. Um, and, and, you know, this is, this is why we're so delighted to be able to interview. You get a sense of it because you're right at the hub of the whole thing. What's your, what's your sort of, what's your team like? What's your group like? What are your goals and aspirations like? Well, first and foremost, I have to say, I thank you for having the opportunity to get, <laughs> to get interviewed because, you know, again, I'm an avid follower of what you guys are doing and it's absolutely okay. impressive. The thought leadership that you put out there, um, as crypto oasis, we believe that this space that we are in deserves its own geographical name, which is why we called it Crypto Oasis, right? Mm. As Crypto Oasis, we believe that Crypto Oasis is not just the UAE. The UAE is maybe at the center of this, but really it's the UAE and the entire Middle East and North African region that goes with this. So we are venture builders. 
uh, Crypto Oasis Ventures has built, first of all, a venture builder to help companies arrive here and issue thought leadership. We bring um, groups together. We have weekly meetups, monthly meetups for different groups, right? Um, some for the artist community, some for the NFT community, some for uh, the more business-oriented community, right? And others where we just bring thought leadership and um, to, to, to share, right? Because we believe that blockchain is a team sport and it's not something that is done in isolation, right? We then have an investment entity where we've partnered with, with some of the leading figures in this space where we invest our own capital, right? And capital that, that is close to us, right? We then invest into NFTs and in mining. Um, we have a services arm that, that provides marketing and management consulting services. And last but not least, we have one of our own products that we're pushing into the market where uh, we've supported, for example, the Swiss Post in issuing their first crypto stamps. We do that through a company called TokenGate. And, and if you ask about the team, the, the team, we call them the Rockstar team, actually. So <laughs> Luca is part of the Rockstar team, right? And, and a little bit, you can see in the backgrounds, we have, um, we have 20 people that are working with us full time from all walks of life, right? So within our team, we are inherently diverse to begin with, right? Um, we, have, we have people that are uh, German, we have Palestinians, we have Austrians, we have Italians, we have Romanians, we have Filipinos, we have uh, Indians, we have Pakistanis, we have, you know, we, we really have such a wide array. And that is the beauty of, I believe, the UAE, because that's just what happens here, right? Without, I mean, we put diversity at the front and center of everything that that we are we are doing, but at the same time, also we we hired great talent, and and that great talent came from all walks of life. So our youngest uh, intern is is someone who's just in his first year of university, right? Up to the 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 fifty year old that's been in this space forever, right? So we um, we're very blessed to have such a hardworking team because we uh, I don't know how much is visible, but you know it's 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 uh, it's late in the evening and already you know here is is high tide right now, and and we're having fun while we're doing it because we believe our mission and vision in all of this is that in the future, similar to people saying crypto valley today or saying Silicon Valley today, people will in the future refer to this region as crypto oasis. So. You've got all the tools, the infrastructure, the government support, and you know, right philosophy and some great vision there. Where do you think it's going to be in the next five years? And how do you, and it's impossible to say, because you know, it's, yeah. it's the fantastic thing about this space, but it, you know, let's have a look. And, and how does that look against maybe your neighbors? Where do you think your neighbors are going to be in the next five years or not? And why will um, Dubai be so far ahead or UAE be so far ahead? What are your thoughts there? So, you know, Derek, I've been in this space for lo long enough to have called in 2015 that within two years, everything will be blockchain, right? So I've learned my <laughs> lesson the hard way <laughs> that, you know, I was jumping, I was, I was standing on the mountaintops and calling to anyone that's listening or not, that within two years, the entire world will be blockchainized and, you know, we will be, the internet of value is going to be everywhere. We've made great progress, but really that hasn't happened, and it's probably uh, seven years later now, right? So I'm, I, I'm moving away from making predictions, right? But what I can tell you, what is happening on the ground right now, and I hear this. So 
you know, we maybe have cabin fever sometimes, right? So maybe we're biased towards what we're doing. But then I met people from all around the world last week again that came here and all of them. So I've heard, I've heard from, from a multitude of people, right? People that have made their, um, made their name in, in Web 1 and Web 2, that this really feels, the vibe here, feels exactly like it used to back home, uh, right? And that's what I can, what I can share. And that's why I, you know, anyone that's listening, you know where to find us. We're Crypto Oasis. Our doors are open, right? And even if you don't come to us, just come to the UAE because if you're in this space today, it is quite impossible to overlook what is happening over here. Now, who knows where this is going? What I can say is, and as you alluded to, we have all of the right elements in place and this could very quickly become something very significant globally. The UAE as a government has adopted CBDCs as one of the early, earliest governments in the world, right? Which many people in the UAE actually don't know, right? So their mm. CBDC has been live um, for, don't hold me to the number, it, it, it might've been 2020 or 2021, and they're actively trading with, um, with Saudi Arabia, right? Their thought leadership for CBDCs went as early as 2018 and 19 when people were still trying to figure this out. So I wouldn't be surprised if the UAE sometime soon in the future makes a massive move as a country to, to this space even more, right? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe in the future we will have something that that is the UAE coin, right? That is available to everyone. Yeah. Already today, um, mobile identity and digital identity is 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 super advanced over here. I sign everything using my mobile phone, right? I don't necessarily need to visit somewhere. So who knows? Maybe out of the UAE, we'll see some of the first large-scale adoption of digital blockchain-based identity. I don't know, right? I'm, I'm just throwing these things out there because I believe in, in the space as a whole. But also, I've been in the, the space long enough to not make predictions. But I, I feel that yeah. I feel like stuff is happening, and and it's the right time. Looks very true. And you know, by 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 the fact that there's so much forward thought there, the consideration of making sure you've got digital identification is forefront. You know, you yeah. then need a stable coin, and right. and then a smart contract, and you've got the entire solution. That is it. exactly. And, 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 you know, the fact that blockchain is now, I think, really starting to be not just culturally unique, but as I said, a culturally a Rosetta Stone that is able to bring together so many different corporate cultures and so many different, um, you know, political cultures together and countries. Uh, it's extraordinary. Look, I get the sense that Dubai is just doing extraordinary. I love your enthusiasm. Um, it's contagious. And, uh, and, I, and I think many in the audience would have got it. So um, now we're going to wind up because, uh, because we have to let you go, I know. But thank you so much for joining us, both of thank you. you. And for the audience that's listening, get involved, learn. If Dubai is interesting to you, there's some enormous conferences coming up very shortly. If you want to contact and, and touch base with Sakar, which I do a couple of times or, or through the year, just to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm, he's there and I'm going to come and see him very soon. Um, you do the same. So reach out. It's Crypto Oasis. You'll be able to find it online. And, um, and, and hopefully there'll be something mutually beneficial for all there. For now, 
I look forward to seeing you in your country next time, not over Zoom. And thank you very much for joining us indeed. Thank you very much, Derek. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. We hope you enjoyed our weekly conversation. If you have any questions, comments, or suggested topics, please contact Nitin Gower or myself on the emails displayed here or via our LinkedIn profiles. Feel free to subscribe and share with like-minded friends. Stay well, inquisitive, and engaged. See you next week.